All right. Welcome back to Trade Talk. This is L.A. Echo. Uh, sorry, I've been away for a few weeks. Um, I don't know, maybe like two or three. But I do not like to make these podcasts unless I am very sure of what I am saying, because these are opinions that are publicly released, but it doesn't mean you need to be reckless with what you are saying. Um, so in this episode, I'm going to be talking about Tesla. I don't feel I'm behind in uh, talking about this, as I know a lot of people have already um, you know, gotten on the hype train, made a bunch of money. I see traders out there making hundreds of thousands of dollars, some people making you know, their twenty, thirty, forty thousand, fifty thousand dollars and it's definitely there in a day trade. I do not knock you. I, I think you're, you know, you're right to ride the trend. Uh, however, again, my, my thesis uh, with what I do is, like I said before, you skate to the, where the puck is going not where it currently is. I do ride trends, especially when they become uh, political trends and politics. And, uh, you know, Dean Foods is a great example of that. But um, with things like Tesla that are uh, that have no rationale as to why the stock price has gone up, you know, 37 percent in in a week or two weeks, uh, you know, it's nonsensical. So that's not trends that I would ride. So in speaking on that, let's get into what my thesis is on Tesla. So what I'm thinking on Tesla is that I'm going to be buying puts in April, which is uh, end of April puts, specifically the 24th, the last Friday of April, because Tesla will be doing their uh, second quarter earnings call during that time. Now, there's a lot of positives in Tesla that would say, you know, that would be crazy to, to buy any puts and, and risk losing money. And I agree. The shorts have been getting squeezed. A lot of big hedge funds have been getting their asses kicked uh, trying to buy and short Tesla stock. Excuse me, not buy, but sell short Tesla stock. And I am not a person who jumped into it in that way. I, I believe uh, those people were trying to ride that wave down to sub 100 uh, back in 2019. I, I was short in 2019, but I, I wasn't thinking it was going to zero. I, I just didn't care about trying to make that stock go to zero or or looking that it, it, it could potentially go there. I thought that during that time, there was an issue of either refinancing or paying off uh, term loans. Those issues came about. They had to pay it. They only had a certain amount of cash on hand, so you knew that you could short the stock. It wasn't very hard to understand. But where we are today, man, yeah, shorting is not your immediate goal because uh, they beat Q1 earnings. We are just, what, February 17th. The earnings were January 30th. So, you know, you're getting the overhang uh, from all those numbers that were reported that showed that the co- the company is getting uh, actually it is cash flow positive and it's growing. It is not profitable, but it is cash flow positive and growing. There's still a lot of debt on the books, about thirteen billion dollars, but there's six point five billion dollars in cash. And um, shit, from 2019, the stock is up 190 percent from the lows, right? 34 percent since. Uh, what, since about uh, February 6th. So there's a lot going on and a lot of momentum going into the stock. And here is why 
I'm not buying the momentum. Sneaky little thing happened last week. Uh, this is what, the week of uh, February 10th? Tesla um, issued shares. They raised about, what was it, uh, $2.6 billion? Nah, No, 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 let's say $2 billion. I don't want to say two point six. I could be wrong on that, but I definitely $2 billion at minimum uh, at $76, not $76, $767.29. Uh, this matters, and why is that important? That That is important because the executive board from Musk to the CFO are taking advantage of the fact that the stock is really overvalued and they are raising capital. And you would say, why would a company that says they are good on cash, $6.5 billion uh, on the balance sheet, uh, don't, don't need anything extra right now and are just looking to fund their projects, why would they need to raise cash? Well... If you knew history about the company, I'm sure some of the Tesla fanboys do know history about the company. Uh, what do you have? A capital raise that was done back in 2016 for $2.3 billion. A capital raise that was done in 2019 for $680 million. When they're diluting their stock, they're planning on paying off their debts. Usually the long-term debts not the convertible debts. I know that might be technical for some people, but you don't have to worry about your convertible debts because you can convert them into something else, unless uh, uh, some some other form rather than paying off the debt. But your long-term debts, you generally have to pay them off in cash or refinance them. It becomes hard to refinance them if, you're, if your company isn't doing well. It's easy to just pay them off if your company is doing well. The reason you do the reason they did this uh, capital raise and that two point six number that I was talking about is for two point six five million shares that were sold. The reason they do this is because they want to raise cash. Now, some people would say, oh, they're just raising cash to support the infrastructure of what they're trying to build because Tesla is notorious for not uh, delivering cars on time and not producing as many cars in the year as they said they would, which which directly rolls into uh, your inability to deliver cars on time. In essence, saying that, you know, if you had 500 cars to deliver this year, but you didn't have the infrastructure to deliver those cars, you then need to roll 100 of your cars into the next year, you know, giving you production delays. But the actuality of this whole thing is that... Um, Musk claimed diluting those shares was not to pay down the debt, as he would say, it, it would make no sense if we have a bunch of cash on our books and we're diluting our own stock to pay off our debt. However, much like David Einhorn has uh, called out Musk for, and what a lot of other hedge fund managers have called out Musk for is that he's lying. And that he's a liar. <laughs> uh, it is a big challenge on the big stage and, and, you know, almost like a duel of sorts, but just a financial duel. Because the company is paying off long-term debts with the money. Now, why would the company pay off the long-term debts with the money? Because all they did was get more money out of investors, especially the Tesla fanboys who love the company so much. They got more money out of you by only diluting your stock by one, one and a half to two percent from where the current highs were. So if the stock was trading at about 800 and some odd bucks, they only, you know, they diluted it down a little bit and raised a bunch of money. Now, that's a big caution. For those who don't understand when companies are raising money like that and diluting their own stock, it's because they fear 
for the, what's going on in future. I'm not saying that there's something that hasn't unearthed itself because I don't know. I don't have that crystal ball. But I can tell you that historically, every time this company has, do, has done that, it hasn't fared well immediately later. Um, what has generally happened is that the stock has lost a substantial amount of value. I think even Elon knows that there's no rhyme or reason as to why the stock has gone up so much. I mean, shit, you even have the coronavirus closing down the uh, Chinese factory in Shanghai, uh, which will obviously cause production delays. So this goes back to my actual thesis and why I say I am short the stock. I think a lot of people in, in, in a, a series of industries, especially the big players, are all going to either have to put out guidance that says we expect to have lower than expected gross revenues or a lot of people are going to um, try to hide the fact and push through it in other ways to try to beat their expected revenues with this coronavirus outbreak. Much of China is in quarantine. Many factories are not open. Uh, people are, companies are lobbying to have these factories open and the Chinese government is not having it. So, you know, this isn't, this isn't happening right now. It's just not. That's not that's not what's going to happen in this immediate time. So I look at these things and I say to myself, why would I be long? The trend is my friend, yes, but this trend is nonsensical. I'm going for a short position. I'm going to play the earnings. I'm going to let them announce their earnings. In April, the end of April, I'm going to see how those earnings play out. I think they will be down heavily on uh, after hours. And I'll close my put positions uh, the next morning. I can't say that, you know, I have a crystal ball that says f- for sure I'm right. But I can say it's at least the most sensical thesis that I've even seen from multiple articles that I've read, from multiple um, news uh, videos that I've, I've watched and no one really has any ideas to why the stock has gone up 34%. Yeah, their earnings were good, but it's nothing amazing, nothing out of the ordinary. You know what I mean? Like it's a company that's making more cash as they should be. They better be making more cash, especially as much as they're spending and, and as many new projects as they keep launching. You have the Model Y, you have the Cybertruck, you have the pickup truck, which is different than the Cybertruck. And uh, you have the Gigafactory and you have the fact uh, you have extended battery and what you the factory you're building in Shanghai. You better be making more cash flow. Hell, even the pre-orders for the Cybertruck Gave them cash flow. Multiply $100 by 270,000, approximately 270,000 orders. But the dirty trick that they don't tell you about that is that if you ordered that Cybertruck like everyone had on their social media posting that, yeah, I'm in line for the Cybertruck. If you ordered that Cybertruck, your $100 got you a slot in line. Probably a month after that, you needed to come up with $5,000. And after that, you needed to pay the full balance on the car before it was built. So you have to pay for that whole car before you get it. I wonder how many people actually paid for the car. I wonder how many people either got those deposits back. I don't know if the deposits are refundable. I have to look into it, but 
still $100 ain't going to do anything to affect the bottom line of a company uh, losing billions of dollars each year. But um, I will say that most people are not going to pay for that truck up front on the front end. That's my opinion. I think people are going to want to see it first. I think people are going to know or have heard about the production delays. Uh, but I do, you know, it, it's still going to be in vogue. And uh, when it becomes in vogue and the car is worth that while, which will be probably a year from now or more, we can revisit, you know, how worthwhile uh, this hypothesis is. But to stick to my script, short Tesla stock buying puts in April, which is the second quarter earnings. This is L.A. Aco. Thank you for listening to Trade Talk.